0: Welcome to The Balance Show. We're your co hosts, Taylor, Chloe,
1: and Steve.
2: Each week, we'll be answering your questions,
1: diving deep into popular topics,
2: and most importantly, helping you find your balance. Bam, bam,
1: bam. Can somebody else do the and part? That's the worst. (laughs) And Steve.
0: (laughs) What's up, everyone? Welcome to our podcast. The Balance Show. Today is our second episode ever. Quite a fun one. It is a live Q&A from my Instagram at Teche. A lot of the questions that we have received are about our apparel company,
2: Balance Athletica. So without further ado, let's just dive right in. So the first question is, what inspired you guys to start Balance Athletica?
0: so the inspiration came from three different avenues the first one um, my kind of outlook on it i really wanted to start living a more balanced lifestyle i was really heavy into bodybuilding and restricting food counting macros getting my cardio in just not really feeling like i was living i was really missing out on that balanced lifestyle so for me, it was a no-brainer when Balance, the name, came about.
2: Another huge source of inspiration for us was just promoting the idea of inclusivity. So we saw a huge opportunity just to be able to represent more individuals. We saw a huge demographic of especially women who were just not represented, whether that's plus size or just different backgrounds. And so we wanted to be the company that people could look at and see someone that looked like them or represented them. So. A huge thing for us was inclusivity
1: and with those two things taken into consideration both the balanced lifestyle and the inclusivity factor we knew there was a gap in the market uh, as far as price and quality and you know a lot of products have really high quality clothes but the prices the price points just way too high for those people so we we kind of wanted to close that gap and provide high quality clothes at a you know more affordable price And we also wanted to bring unique collections that you don't see elsewhere to the athletic wear industry. All right, I've got a question for you, Taylor. How do you balance entrepreneurship with spending time with friends, family,
0: and yourself? So, man, this is tough. I still feel like I'm trying to find that balance in my life. With social media, it has been a huge part of my life for probably four or five years I started my Instagram and YouTube channel at that time so putting my entire life out there every single day is it's hard to separate that because it is still work Um, it's not necessarily all about business my Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that but you still do want to try and find balance with shutting that off and spending one-on-one time with your loved ones your friends And even yourself. Uh, So with the social media side, still trying to find balance. With the balance athletic side, still trying to find balance. Um, I really, I just have to focus on putting it away and setting boundaries for myself. So for me, for example, that means I have a rule for myself not to look at my phone at until 8 a.m., or after 8 p.m. or something like that. And then just finding time to do something fun a few times a week and just getting away from work and my phone and just having fun.
1: You do a good job of that.
0: Thank you. I feel like I suck at it, but.
1: It's a work in progress.
0: A work in progress, always. Um. So the next question, do you three work well together? Do you have disagreements?
2: I would say proudly that we have always worked very well together, but we do get better and better at conflict resolution. Um, I think a big part of that is just maturity and growing up and being able to step back and say, okay, I'm not very good at this, something that I need to work on. And we all have our own things that we've found in ourselves that we need to improve on and it allows us to work better as a team. For me, surprisingly, I'm a very laid back person, but in running this business together, I tend to be very controlling of whatever is my thing. So I have found that I need to, in order to survive and be able to sleep and breathe outside of balance, I need to let go of some of my roles. And so a huge thing for me has been being less controlling, give people trust that they can do the things that I hand over to them. And so without being so controlling, I'm much more open-minded and easy to, I think, converse with when we're trying to make decisions. Um, So yeah, I think that's my biggest thing. Steve, what's yours?
1: To touch on that, it also allows you to focus on what's important. You know, you are a very talented designer of clothing and it really opens up your time and frees you up to do that.
2: Totally. I feel like already just, I mean, we've just introduced two more people to the team and they take a lot off of my plate as well as... Aries and um, I just feel so much creativity already leaking back into my life so it feels really good to have more time just to let go.
1: I guess I'll I'll jump in here next. Um, one thing that I you know specifically struggle with and um, know that I need to work on is that I'm pretty hard-headed in my decisions and I don't Um, always see eye to eye with whatever anybody else is suggesting if it conflicts with what I think is right. So, you know, that's something that isn't, it's not great when you're working with a group of people to be one-sided. There are times where you you need to voice your opinion, but you also have to take the time to listen to what other people have to say. Just through this experience with us three and the remainder of our team, a lot of people were throwing ideas around and it's sometimes best just to sit back and listen and hear what other people have to say because what you might have in mind is not always the best.
2: Yeah, I think just recently we saw a big progression in that Steve and I, I think for the most part are the people who are, we're so set in the decisions that we make. And so we butt heads a little bit. Oh
1: yeah. I
2: think the other day we were at a meeting and we came to the table and Steve had an idea. I had an opposing idea. And Steve said, tell me why you think it should be that way. What are your top priorities here? And I was just blown away. I was like, wow, we are really getting somewhere, the two of us.
1: You can listen to other people and still, you know, have your opinion. Just got to listen. Hear it out. To all those hard-headed people out there, I feel you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For me, uh, it's really hard for me to separate business and emotion. So if someone does something I don't like or says something I don't like, I react in not so in a not-so-positive way sometimes. And sometimes I just need to realize that it's business. Whether that be a bad review on our social media or our website or anything like that, it's just really hard for me to separate it. But like Chloe said, we're all working on these, I guess, flaws that we have to become stronger leaders, better people, everything. So yeah, it's been a really great growth process for all of us.
2: Yeah, I think we've learned so much throughout the past 9 months. We launched 9 months ago, and I could say confidently that we're all three different people today than we were when we started. Absolutely.
1: And the good news is the the is going to keep coming because we work well together.
2: Mhm. Yes. Totally. Keeps getting better.
1: Yep. There's going to be differences always, but it's mm-hmm. communication's key.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's how you handle it, for sure. Um, Taylor, the next question is one that we got many times. What is your plan for the next five years? Actually, whenever I do
0: a Q&A, I get this question a lot. And for me, I'm someone that I kind of don't really plan because whenever I try and plan out my life, it doesn't end up that way. It's just kind of whatever God has planned for my life. So I kind of like to see the future, see a goal I'm trying to get to and work towards that goal rather than trying to plan out where I want to be in the next five years or where I'm going to be in the next five years. I just kind of take it day by day, take it goal by goal and
2: that's how I live my life. Yeah, I feel like I remember a quote that I read. It was when I was young. It was when we were moving around and life was so crazy and it said, the only consistent thing in life is change. And when you have that mentality, you don't get so caught up in controlling everything and trying to control your path or your destination. You can just take it one step at a time, like you said. And I think that's so important. Right. And change creates so much growth too, as a person. Mm -hmm. It's essential.
0: All right. This one is for Steven. Will there be a balance release for men?
1: (laughs) Settle up, gentlemen. (laughs) Saddle up. I got the horses in the back. You can edit that out, actually. <laughs> right, don't edit it out. Keep that in there. We got the horses in the back. I
0: Saddle thought up. you hated that, that song.
1: I do, but it's catchy, man. I kind of like it now.
0: Oh, stop it.
1: Yeah, m- men's. We, uh, Yeah, we got something coming up, hopefully, in August, if we can nail down our final samples. We've been uh, pretty hard at work trying to perfect a few things for the men's line. Um, I'm pretty particular as long as along with the other guys in the group Um, We really want to just make sure that we're releasing something that we're really proud of and that we want to wear every day But yes, uh, very soon.
2: Yeah, that's definitely something to note that is so Consistent with our brand is that even when we first released the women's gear We are so particular and it took took us months and months and months to perfect the fit the fabric all of that so we're carrying that through with all of the men's we want it to be perfect before we release it because you know the things that we put out represent not just our brand but us as individuals so it's so important that it's just right right and like when we started our clothing brand we probably could have released
0: a whole entire collection nine months earlier but we decided to completely scratch it start from scratch have chloe start designing for us And we're so glad we did that. You know, we're in such a rush to start something, but just remember quality is everything. And your first impression with your customers is everything. So that's something that we've definitely stuck to and we always will.
1: So to proceed this question, a lot of you may not know, but we design, as we've been talking about, all of our stuff in-house by none other than Chloe. So Chloe, this question's for you. Where do you draw your inspiration for all the designs?
2: So something that Steve mentioned earlier was that we wanted to bring something unique to the market. We felt like a lot of athletic wear companies were doing a lot of the same thing. So we, we wanted to be unique. And that's a huge reason why we do collections, but also why I source my designs from places other than the fitness industry. So I look more to high fashion, European fashion, as well as different forms of art. So I go to the art museum, I go to the Museum of Nature and Science. Um, I like to just source from a lot of different mediums, whether that be a painting that I can look at and see a color combination that I like and build a collection from there, or go to the Museum of Nature and Science and see an exhibit on stones. And like the way that they, <laughs> like the way that they, um, fit together, which may be a hint, hint, subtle collection hint. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, that is. I would say I draw my inspiration from places outside of fitness wear. I never want to look at another fitness wear company and mimic what I see there. So Taylor, earlier you mentioned that you have been doing f- social media for so long. You got a lot of questions on how to start a fitness social media. Okay, man. It's probably a lot different
0: now because I did start uh, 2015. I actually started by posting recipes like daily. And I would just take a picture of the final product, (laughs) whether that be like a banana, a peanut butter banana ice cream, or
1: Annie's mac and cheese,
0: (laughs) something literally
1: water plus packet plus noodles.
0: (laughs) Yes. That was my Instagram. One time I had my roommate do like an at-home workout and I recorded it and posted it. It was just so different back then. So, um, when I started, it wasn't really a thing. And a lot of people were so skeptical, skeptical of it. Uh, my peers, I mean, I'm sure I had people Laugh at it and not take it too seriously, but I knew that one day it would be a huge thing. I just saw this huge opportunity to jump in right at the start. Um, so that's kind of how I started. Uh, and something for you guys is to never stray from being yourself. I see a lot of people look at a certain fitness influencer and try and completely copy what they're doing, but it's not going to, it may be successful for. A few months, but it's not going to be for the long term because eventually you're going to feel like you have lost yourself, lost your identity, and you won't be able to sustain that Instagram for the long run. Yeah, if you want to start a, a fitness social media, just I think the biggest piece of advice is to be yourself, and I also think I'm a huge advocate of putting your entire life onto social, not your entire life, but making your social media not just workout videos but showing different pieces of you and different sides of you so that you can relate to more people so instead of just swipe workout videos posting a picture of you and your dog or you and your boyfriend or husband or telling different stories about your life and impacting people in other ways just than other than working out if that makes sense
2: yeah i think the biggest goal is just the reason social media exists and is so successful is because everyone just wants to connect And so if you're just showing one facet of your life, people can't relate to that as much as you showing the multifaceted life that you live. So you're more than just fitness or you're more than just recipes. You have to show all of your life and people will connect to you in a more deep way. And you'll be able to change, I feel like, make a huge impact, positive impact in people's lives that way too. Definitely. Um, Another question is, what was the first time you felt like you made it as an influencer?
0: This question is so funny to me because I feel like... I still feel like I haven't necessarily made it. I don't look at myself differently than anyone else. I don't put myself above anyone else. I still feel like I'm a normal human. So I don't really like to think of myself in that way, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're just... You're humble and modest and that's that's important. I don't think... Anybody should ever, you know, sit back and reflect on how successful they've been on social media and think, wow, I've made it. Mm -hmm. I think it should be, you know, how can I provide more value to the people that are following me? How can I make a positive impact on these people? Because if that's all you're worried about is, you know, whether or not you're making it or not. And I know the question isn't really that, but if you're reflecting on if you've made it or not, it's, I don't know. It just doesn't seem as genuine as what it would be if you just continued to provide the best content you can for the people that are following along in your journey
0: okay this one's for Steve what were you doing before balance
1: before balance I was in med school for a year and a half
0: why did you decide to leave medical school
1: there there's a lot of components that go into it um I was doing well in my classes I like to think I was probably in the you know the upper percentile as far as my grades and performance on exams and physical exams and all of those things that go along with medical school but at the end of the day like I really had to self-reflect and see if that was a viable option for me for my future and the more that I thought about it the more that I really allowed myself to reflect on the reasoning behind why I went to medical school the more I realized that It just, it really wasn't the right career path for me. And a lot of people experience that because from the day that you go to your first elementary school class to the day you graduate from college, you're basically told what to do and you're told that you should have a plan with your life. So a lot of people that go to these professional schools may not be passionate about what they're going to do once they're done with school. So my thing was I really had to think was this something that I was going to be able to do passionately because medicine is something that you have to be passionate about. If not, you're not you're doing a disservice to your patients and to yourself. So um it came to a point where I knew that I just couldn't continue with medical school and it was I only had about a half I think a half year left of classes and then I was on the rotations and at that point I just knew that It was time to go
0: when did you start feeling that way? Like was it a year in was it before you went to med school?
1: It was uh, it's hard to say. I I did have doubts, but I think everybody has doubts about their career path and the more Familiar I got with it and the more experiences I had and the more uh, you know the more times that I confronted my fear that it wasn't the right thing for me, the more I started to give into that um, feeling in my gut telling me that this isn't the right thing for me.
0: It was crazy. Like from my point of view, seeing him sit there and study from 5am to 11pm every single day, it was crazy because he started to lose his personality, his happiness, like everything. So we always used to kind of have this fight because i i knew that deep down i just could tell he wasn't he wasn't into it i would ask him ever since high schools we met what do you what kind of doctor do you want to be what do you want to do with this and i just didn't see the complete passion there so it was kind of an argument every now and then like do you even want to do this from me speaking to him and one day he was just like no i'm done and he puts his books down erases all of his notes Go to the dean's office the next day, and
1: it wasn't quite that dramatic, but it was it was it was dramatic. Just leaving leaving something like that behind is always scary, but um, I knew that there are bigger and better things for me.
0: Okay,
2: Chloe, what were you doing before Balance? So I had just finished up at Purdue, um, started in this really awesome career path. I was um, doing consulting and design with um, a luxury home builder in Indy and I loved my job. Um, I was in like top of my class, graduated and started working, got put in the best area and I was really excelling at it. I thought it was something that I was going to be doing for the next five years. I was really invested in it. In the meantime, we were starting up balance and we definitely did not expect the growth rate that we experienced. So I figured I would do both. Um, I, you know, Taylor and Steve ended up moving to Denver, so I thought I could do it from afar and kind of run my end of it. And eventually, it just turned out that it was you know, a few months in, a few months into when I graduated, got the job, started working, that balance really took off. And Taylor and Steve called me and they were like, I know this is before you were planning, but we need you to leave and come to Denver and we need you here because it's taking off.
1: Get out here, Chloe. Every day on the phone.
2: Yeah, for sure. And so I just had to make that decision. I was kind of standing on this ledge and had to decide whether to leap or turn back into what was safe and comfortable and
1: It wasn't just safe and comfortable, you got a pretty prestigious role within your real estate agency, correct?
2: Yeah, it was I was really excited about it and it was a huge opportunity, you know, making six figures right out of college is it can be unheard of and so I was really proud of that and like Steve said it was it was a huge opportunity but there comes a point when you have to realize you know do I stay here in what I feel is easy or do I do something that I'm passionate about and that I love and that I feel excited about like a fire lit in me so yeah I had to decide to take that leap and just jump into the unknown and moved out to Denver and have been here ever since.
1: Did you feel um Confident in your decision.
2: Yeah, I think like you said, there's always going to be moments of doubt when you make a huge decision Staying on one path or moving into a totally different direction There's always doubt. I think everyone experiences that and That's just what it is to be an entrepreneur. You're going to experience risk and you're going to experience fear But you just have to weigh what's more important to you for me it was I would rather work all day and night every day myself and for my family than work for someone else
1: yeah and I think that what we do great as a team and anybody out there that you know has a group of people around them that you're trying to do something big um, it's really important to really help your teammates see how important they are in their specific role within the company or within the organization that you're in because there's a lot of times where um, Myself, I, I would feel a lack of confidence in my role within balance But you guys were always picking me up and I think we did the same with each other
2: Yeah, you guys literally made me feel like I was capable of anything and that I was Just so smart and so talented in what I did. So I didn't even know that about myself And that's how I realized reinforcement is so important You know, you have to tell the people around you what they're doing. Well, you can't just always be you know pointing out the things that are negative and can be better you also have to highlight the things like you're incredible at this like good job you know reinforcement is so important not just in a business but just within your group of friends definitely it's weird
0: because looking back at
2: the person you were i don't know nine months ago when we
0: did launch our first collection to see your growth is you guys wouldn't even recognize chloe like she's just tapped into this
1: hashtag boss babe
0: (laughs) it's so cool to see from the outside
1: we got we got plenty of boss babes in the balance family
2: we do it's true i do i feel like we we both all three of us have tapped into our inner boss babe
0: yeah
1: i can feel it tingling within me
2: sometimes (laughs) get a few snaps in there yeah i feel like we that's just what it comes from being outside your comfort zone and when you risk it all, you are going to grow, whether you fail miserably or you succeed, you're going to grow. And that's the best thing about it is we always have this mentality is we're either going to win or we're going to learn. And it's a good way to go about it. Yeah. Failing really isn't a bad
0: thing. You know, we always grow from it. Okay. So this is for all of us. What's it like to see your company blow up so quickly?
1: Who's taking the reins. You want to answer?
0: I'll answer that. Honestly, like Chloe said, we were pretty confident in balance starting it. But to see the growth that it's had the past nine months, we kind of were not expecting. Um, We've grown from three people to I think nine people now in the past nine months. And I think that we thought we weren't going to be where we are today until two years. So it's kind of been surreal. um, But we've like we keep talking about, we've had to grow pretty quickly mentally for it all. So it's been a great learning curve, but um, yeah, it's been awesome. It's been so cool. Sometimes it just feels
2: surreal.
1: And to provide perspective for people who may not know, we've only been in business selling clothing for 10 months now.
2: And I think that's important with us. And you mentioned it earlier was even though we had doubts, we always were so sure that balance was going to be big we didn't know when we thought it was going to be you know a lot further down the line but we always had belief in ourselves and in each other even when the people around us were saying it's not going to work the market's too saturated why would you guys be any different we knew that if we started with our mission and we grew from there and we shared that with the world we could make an impact and um I think that's what's really grown our company to the size that it is so quickly is that we start with our why and we start with our mission and we go from there. I feel like that's why people connect with us so
0: well is because they believe in our brand, inclusivity, finding balance. It's just such an uplifting message and everyone, all of our leaders, members, influencers, everyone on the team is so positive and just people that you want to be around. So that's been that's been huge is starting with our why instead of just starting as a clothing brand.
2: Right and those people that we've chosen to represent us were so carefully selected and they're just people who further our message. You know we're not just grabbing every person that we can find that we feel like can make sales. Our biggest thing is just someone who aligns with our, yeah, it's our culture. They align with our values. They promote the same type of message and they just have a good uplifting attitude about them.
1: Yeah. I don't think I have much to add. It's just been, it's been incredible without, yeah, your guys' support has been unreal. It's just really humbling to see how much we've grown so fast and kind of where we're projecting to go from here.
2: So the next follow-up question to that what was the progression of the launch sizes steve steve is our operations guy if for anyone who doesn't know he runs all of the operations all of the warehouse so he is very in tune with our numbers
1: and i will mention i don't do it alone not even close we got a strong team back in the balance operation hq it's me brandon tony Ari occasionally when he's feeling he's feeling a little frisky and we also you know we've also had An awesome team of temporary employees come in and help out and definitely not least of all April uh, Taylor and Chloe's mom she's been just killing the customer service game with kindness.
0: Any email you guys get it's all my mom she's a saint.
1: She is be nice to April. April's the nicest person I know. What was the question here we go it's uh what was the progression of launch sizes? Uh, The progression over the last 10 months since we've been in business has been insane. We've had three launches so far in which we've doubled uh our inventory each time uh you guys do a great job of buying all of it so unfortunately not everybody not everybody is able to get what they want so we're just trying to get to that point where we uh have a product supply that meets the demand i completely forgot it was my turn to ask a question (laughs) i was so inspired by my own answer it's like that was good right all right everybody the peeps want to know what's our favorite part about living in Colorado. Taylor, let's kick it off with you.
0: Okay, so Chloe and I grew up here in northern Colorado, a small town called Windsor. We lived there till I was 17, moved around a bunch in high school. It's a long story. We'll get into it later. But it's always felt like home to me here. When I look at the mountains, I just feel so calm and at peace, and I just feel, like, very inspired. So... I feel like my favorite part about living in Co. is just being able to look at the mountains and visit the mountains and be in the mountains, be in nature
2: we love, the <laughs> and we love the mountains. Yes, I agree. I think it also is the best of both worlds though because we're 20 minutes from the mountains and we're 10 minutes from downtown Denver and it's crazy that you can have like such peaceful nature so close to such a busy area that has everything, food concerts I mean it's it's I think it's the best place to live we've been talking recently that we never could see ourselves leaving someone recently said Denver is such a nourishing city and I think that's so true because you have everything that you could possibly need and then also the people are so open-minded and down to earth here I think we get along with people really well in, in
0: Colorado it's really easy for me to make friends here in the Midwest I had a little bit of a hard time I think Um, Maybe because I'm just not from there, but I've always been able to really connect well to people here and that's really important for your mental health is to be able to be around people and have friends and
2: a Good group of people around you.
1: Yeah, I don't have much to add. You guys have Said everything I love about Colorado.
2: I think you are forgetting one thing little man ice cream (laughs) (laughs) The reason you live
1: I've been here over 365 days probably like 380 And I've been there at least 120.
2: He has a sick
0: obsession. So, little man, if you're listening, please sponsor this man. He is
2: there, rain or shine.
1: I got a boy there. He hooks me up with ice cream.
2: He does. He does. He does. You're right. Okay. Here's another great question. Will we be having a balanced pop-up or event? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, September 14th in Vegas
0: during the Olympia. It's going to be an amazing time. Uh, We're going to be actually releasing an entirely new collection there. We'll have men's collection there. Um, All of our, all of our leaders will be there. Some members, some of our influencers. It's going to be such a great time. Um, We've been planning this for a while now, and you guys are just going to be blown away. Like we. We're going to be providing the best experience for you that we can. So we really hope to see you guys there. It's going to be an awesome event. And it's also in Vegas. So, you know, you can fly out, have a little vacay, visit the Val- the Balance pop-up shop.
1: Walk around in your new drip.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: And just like connect with not just the leaders, members, all those people, but the people around you. Like you guys are all so like-minded. And I think that we're all just going to be best friends by the end of it. So I'm really excited.
1: New drip. New drip coming to Vegas, September 14th. Be there, or be a square.
0: Word. All right, Chloe,
2: what advertising platform do you use the most? So we actually have not paid for an ad thus far. In balance, we do use Instagram to promote our message and you know our clothing obviously but we have not yet paid for an ad which surprises a lot of people when they hear that we did just recently start working with an ad agency um, and so that's going to be a really good way for us to just continue to expand and maintain our growth rate but that's just something that we've found is important when you can outsource things to an expert for example we have a videographer we have someone producing our podcast we have this ad agency. So whenever you can outsource really difficult, specialized tasks to experts, it's a really, really great idea. Okay. Next question, just to switch gears a little bit, Taylor and Steve, will you guys ever compete again? No. So for Steve, the short
0: answer is no. Uh, For me personally, my mom and dad competed when I was growing up. So around I don't know, my high school years, they started competing and it really inspired me because just watching the discipline they had, um, the mental growth that they had throughout the whole process was very inspiring to me. So I had plans of competing for a while. Um, I wanted to do it when I was graduated from college so I could focus on just competing. Um, So I did it for about three years. I set out to get my pro card the day I started competing and once I got my pro card, I Really had to take a step back and think that if I wanted to do this, if I wanted to continue to do this, because when you're competing, it's your entire life. I pushed away all of my friends, all of these amazing experiences I could have had. I felt like the happiness in me was slowly burning out, and I had to evaluate in my life what was happening and what needed to be changed. And long story short, competing didn't fulfill me like it used to so for me right now I don't see myself competing um maybe in the future if I get the itch but it does take all of me all of my brain power all of my physical capabilities um so I don't know it's just something that I would have to think about pretty hard but right now
2: no agreed I can't say that I'm mad about that I like having you guys around all the time and drinking wine (laughs) yes every night Next question. What would you guys say was the most eye-opening or unexpected thing you learned about starting your own business?
1: I think it's just the number of things you don't know. There's there's something I mean there's a new problem every day. Every day. There's never a day that goes by where you're not like oh no I just found out something that I need to do and I need to either do it like immediately or I need to do it a month down the line. There's always a new problem with a solution that you're gonna to have to find on your own because there's no manual on starting a business. You have to find out your answers on your own. You have to be willing to research and do the things that you need to do to make it run and operate the way you want it
2: to run and operate. I think for me, the most eye-opening or revolutionary thing is us all just stepping into our own roles in the company. We all had a different idea of what it would look like before we started. We've kind of taken different paths. And none of us are trained in what we do now. And so it's really cool just to see us all thriving and learning and constantly growing in our own path that we hadn't initially set out for. I think that's the most surprising thing for me. I really don't have anything to add. That was beautiful. (laughs) Okay, final question to wrap up today's episode. Taylor, what is next for us? And do we have any plans to start a business outside of Balance? Okay, so... (laughs) I'm
0: so bad at keeping secrets, I get in so much trouble by these two.
1: Why did we give her this question? (laughs) Why did we do that?
0: I think she wrote this in herself. (laughs) Okay, so just to keep in mind, it is June, we have eight launches from now till December, so there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we aren't able to share with you guys, but I promise, stay tuned, there's some really awesome things coming out in terms of collections, in terms of businesses outside of Balance. We do have something going on behind the scenes that we are hoping to release to you guys within the next few months. Could be something that you wear every day. Could be something that you wear every night. (laughs) (laughs) It could be something you wear every morning. (laughs) We cannot spoil this surprise. You guys are going to love it though.
1: I wonder what it could be. (laughs)
0: they could guess all they want (laughs) but anyways big things coming big things coming very exciting and that wraps up our q a session so we just want to thank you guys so much for listening please stay tuned for more if you guys have any requests on what you guys want us to talk about topic wise we would love 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 to hear from you you can dm balance athletica you can dm us personally all of our information will be in the description we love you guys and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> Later, guys. Thanks for tuning in.
2: Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Muy bien. <laughs>
1: what? Very good.
0: Thank you guys so much for
2: listening to The Balance Show.
1: Be sure to subscribe for new episodes each week.
2: We'd also love to hear what you think please rate and review and reach out to us with any questions or topic you have for the team at podcast at balanceathletica.com. See you next time.